Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. friends another week of arrow goodness to discuss it was a really good episode it was so good <laughs> it was solid um okay so brief overview oliver's uh kids are in present time basically it's like what the fuck um that was a lot of fun then he does the proverbial catch up with uh william uh, William comes out to him. Uh, Mia's hostile because she's pissed that her dad abandoned her to save Gallic. the world. Uh, Laurel's Gallic. stupid. Diggle is having a real hard time with Connor because eventually the kids, all the all the kids were lying about what happens in uh, the future, and then oh, eventually everything's great. Guys. Yeah, eventually everything <laughs> everything comes out. So Diggle was like ticked that. at Connor for lying to him. And I think he was mostly just in shock that his son is, is a murderer. Then <laughs> 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 Renee, understandably, got really pissed off because, you know, his kid's dead. Yeah. And then everybody was like, oh, it's okay. We'll work together as a team. And then Oliver made them a late night snack of, uh, what was it? Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo. Yeah. Monte and Christos. it was delicious and wonderful. And Curtis was there too. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, okay, Ben Lewis is rapidly becoming my favorite actor on this show because his facial expressions period. give me He's life. Because, awesome. like, you him. know how we say that Kurt, like, Williams, Felicity 2.0? Mm-hmm. So they bring in Curtis, and we're all super pumped because we're excited to see William on the comms, right? Right. Guess who gets to be on the comms with him? Yay. Curtis. And he basically <sighs> runs roughshod over him, and he's like, oh, Holton smoke 2.0 and the look William gives him I actually just tweeted it it's fantastic it's disgust it's amazing and I'm like Ben Lewis you have my heart forever so I'm really excited about it he's a swell guy he's the best oh and his brother just tweeted because he got interviewed at Entertainment Weekly and he just got his brother tweeted like oh my little bro is at Entertainment Weekly and he read this when we were kids he totally made it I was like oh my god I love it ugh how precious and pure. I know. I just want pureness from my face. Well, and I like that someone replied to the brother's and post and it's like, just so you know, we, we've adopted Ben. Like He's ours now. He's Sorry. part of our family now. <laughs> He's our cupcakes with sprinkles. We will protect Nobody him. fuck with him. He is not just yours anymore. Sorry. No. He's ours. Sorry, fam. <laughs> Sorry, Ben Lewis family. <laughs> He's ours now. Um, Yeah. No, it was really... I gotta, I gotta say, Stephen Amell... Listen, y'all know how I love to bitch about that man, but he is really bringing it acting-wise. He is. He's just been a mess. He's forcing me to hand out compliments week after week, and I'm just uncomfortable with it, but, you know, got to give credit where credit is due. You know, sloppy sloppy Oliver is one of my favorite looks, so. Like, his face when he's like, those are my kids. I'm like, stop. It was too much. Stop, Grandpa Oliver. It was so cute. And, like, he just had the best interactions with William. He was just like, oh, do you have kids? And William's like, 
What? No. I saw that. And no. I was like, so it's funny. so hilarious. Oliver's just like, I get to be a grandpa. And yeah. Like, no, <laughs> like, sir. Never no. happening. <laughs> Don't want. And then William's like, because then Star Oliver's Trek, like, yeah. Oliver's like crestfallen. And so then William's like, I mean, kids are a miracle or whatever. Which <laughs> <laughs> so, is so. such a mood. I identify it with. Yeah, so I'm keeping him forever. That's all there is to it. Basically, William was the best part of this entire episode. What William The only the thing that made me a little sad was they cut out his hilarious... What year is this? On the promo, I loved Ben's delivery, and they I'm just went like with getting a, all high pitched. Right, getting all high pitched, and they went what with year? a little bit of a lower. It was slightly high pitched, but much more serious. And I was like, oh, I liked oh. the funny one. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Um. Okay, so Mia is having a difficult time adjusting. Shocker. And she views this as so it was there was a pretty stark contrast between the two of them. William is viewing this up as an opportunity to get to tell Oliver all the things he's never got to tell got, got to, to tell. say. So he came out to him, you know, he's talking about his company, I think. And then William's just much more forgiving. Um, Oliver William's is just, just absolutely like devastated that the two of them did not grow up together. Yeah. Which yeah. sucks. Yeah. Join the club, buddy. We are, too. Um, well. and Mia's just pissed <laughs> off. Yeah. Which I respect that, you know, I mean. I saw somebody, and I don't know who it was, because there's a lot of people in this fandom I don't follow, or I have muted, or whatever, but I saw some reaction. Apparently, some people were going around and saying that Mia was being cruel, and I'm just like, do you understand the situation she's been put into? With this, she just had Zoe die in her arms. She was abandoned Seconds by ago. her father for 20 years. You know, that's what that's her reality. Yes, he was off heroing and doing the noble thing. But to her, personally, as a little girl growing up, she was abandoned by her father from the way she sees it. And it's just like, come on, guys. Let's cut Mia some slack here. I don't think she was being... I didn't mean I actually I didn't take it at all as she was being mean. I viewed it as she was it's anger is her initial defense mechanism. She's right, literally she's Oliver two like point Oliver. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. So rather than feel all her feelings, she's just gonna lash out and right. put the wall up. Cause she's right. scared to love him because she doesn't know how long this is gonna last. When do so, we leave? So it's like if you love Oliver and you've loved Oliver since season one but you're judging Mia for doing basically what Oliver <laughs> has right. done. Basically. Then you need to check yourself. Because Mia's basically season one, Oliver. Yeah, she basically. Um, but, you know, her from her perspective, you know, it does feel like abandonment. It yeah. does feel like he hasn't really earned the right to say, um, have a say in her life. What I loved about what William said, though, you know, because Oliver is very like, okay, he takes, he tries to push a little. Like when she's going to go off and, you know, go out into the field. He's like, no, you're not going to do that. And she's like, well, I'm going to kick your ass. He's like, well, okay, I'm not going to He's my, afraid my of kid. <laughs> I was like, right? also, you're like, uh-huh. you're like 90 pounds. <laughs> he can literally pick you up <laughs> and palm you. Um, and William's just like, no, you got to push back, you know. And I Try think. harder. Yeah, I think William was definitely the felicity in the episode in more ways than one he told you know stop backing off she she's she's testing you right you know it's essentially like uh, thea in season one and how much can she get away with and um 
you know, Oliver just kind of has to plant his feet and say no. And she's going to kill. So the, the death strokes are not JJ. It's Grant Wilson, which is how the death strokes started. And JJ eventually met up with Grant Wilson and then he took over the death strokes. So they were, they're trying to stop Grant Wilson. And it's probably one of my favorite episodes of, or my favorite scenes is Mia's about to kill him. And Oliver steps in front of her bow and was like, I'm not letting you do this. Mm-hmm. And she puts the bow down. And then later they talk about it. And he says to her, she's like, I, I, I can't remember how she brought it up. But he says to her, um, I know you could have done that. But I also know you didn't want to. And that's such a beautiful callback to season five when Oliver's being yeah. tortured by Adrian Chase and he yells out, why do you kill? Because I want to. And the struggle yeah. that he went through that he thought he was this serial killer monster. Um, yeah. So it was, I think that was probably one of my favorite lines of the entire season. And she doesn't really understand um, where that's coming from, but she says, thank you. But if you, like I said, it's so rewarding to see Oliver at this stage if you've been a longtime viewer because, you know, all the lessons he's learned are making him into the hero and the father that he needs to be for his kids, which is tear. It makes me sad. makes me happy. My boy's grown. It was a really, it was a really nice moment. And then, of course, we had William. Um, it was all the buzz coming out to Oliver. Oh, uh, God, that scene. Which I it was hilarious. I was like, I feel like Mark Guggenheim might be listening to our phone calls. <laughs> that's what Kelly wanted. Has he tapped me? specifically what I wanted. No, but actually, it was, it was Ben Lewis yes. who requested the scene. God bless him. See, mm-hmm. this is why he's the best. Right. Because he knew his on, character guys. well enough to know that's like yes. something his character needed. Well, it was interesting to me because I was like, you know, my argument was, you know, when Callie brought it up last week, I was like, well, does that have to be like the first thing we, you know, William's other things, you know, we're not talking about, you know, Mia's sexuality, but what Ben Lewis was saying in classic arrow, they had not written in the scene, probably because they were thinking somewhat along the lines of what I was thinking. Um, but Ben Lewis was like, no, it's, it's really a rite of passage. Um, yeah. It's a very important, it's a very important part William. of the, yeah. So I was like, Oh, cool. All right. So yeah. Knows I, that his dad would accept him. Hopefully. Well, I think yeah. it was. I think it's interesting to give Oliver Queen, sex god of women, a gay son, and I liked that. I I I liked it just from the standpoint of a just love your kids, guys. You know. Right. So it was a really, and you know, I liked the response that hey, um, that they knew. Right. Because you know, parents, parents know. Yeah, they know. We know. We know a lot more than what our kids give us credit for I think too and that can expand to a lot of areas you know but we know so it's just a matter of whether or not you're going to acknowledge it or not yeah. so um hey since we're on a bit of a shortened timeline do we want to hop to questions sure. just to make sure that we have plenty of time oh wait I have to yell about Laurel oh yes that's probably in one of the questions you realize so <laughs> okay Laurel was pain in my fucking ass again so she Goes with Mia to whatever, Hunt Grant Gustin, and was like, hey, your dad's basically a dick. I never liked him. And I was like, 
I think Why that's awesome, in though. the holy mother? I'm so happy that she said that because I want all the Laurel and Oliver fans yeah. who are like, oh, now they have a chance. To no. Like, no. This is them saying there ain't no chance in hell of this ever happening. No. It's perfect. So I was like, I immediately, I was like, just should have left her ass to fry, Oliver. Should have left her. And then she goes on about how she stopped Felicity from killing which Ricardo she did Diaz. the first time, but not n- the n- second time. And I just was like, point of order, point of order, like in my own house. Because Objections. There are, mo- Felicity's arc was complicated that year. And there was one specific scene in which Laurel talks about, you know, once you've let in that darkness, it's you can't get it out. Okay. And she was, that was in reference to torturing one of the goons of that year. But when it came to actually having a gun pointed at Diaz's face, there were she did that twice. And the first time, it was because Oliver was released from prison. Laurel comes in and says, Oliver's out of prison. And Felicity puts the gun down. Right. And then the second time, it's because Felicity decides for herself that she's better than this and is not going to kill him. So I'm not taking away from that Laurel was encouraging her to not be right, a killer. Right. But the way, and again, this might just be Katie Cassidy's delivery. Took total credit. <laughs> I mean, it was like, it's like, I saved Felicity. I am amazing. It was just that total arrogant. And I'm like, can we just like take a hot second and remember that you helped murder William's birth mother? Yep. FYI. Yeah. As we're dipping fries into. And then it was just this whole inorganic, oh, hey, there's a canary network in the future. That sounds like a great idea. Let's make a canary network. Let's go eat fries and ice cream, Could even though I murdered your boyfriend less than six months ago. I was like, what the freaking frack? Okay, so that was my Laurel rant. All right. Question. Mini rant complete. Hi, Meg. I know neither of you are gay, but what did you think of Williams coming out saying, okay, well, we kind of answered that. I, I really liked the acting. I thought it was really I, I thought it was wonderful. I thought the emotion in it was just absolutely spot on. Ben played William as a little bit nervous, you know, and just kind of like, this is who I am. Well, I love say the line. Good, you know? Well, it's and not then... just how I turned out. <sighs> Wink. <laughs> but, um, but also what I loved was... Um, how Steven just like really brought that emotion to that mm-hmm. scene and got all choked up. And I mean, I it was just, it came off as like, really, it came off natural know, and organic. Yeah. It was yeah. sweet. Yes. It was a sweet moment between father and son. Um, how realistic, uh, Ashley, Ash, uh, how realistic is that Oliver is on the same earth as his wife and not in communication with her? Not realistic not at, all. at all. Makes no sense. I have a big problem. Listen, Okay. Mark Guggenheim said that they couldn't do a one-sided phone call with Felicity because Felicity is deserves better than that. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> hold on here a goddamn second. You've already got the little old wife tucked away in a little cabin, changing diapers. You know, she can get a phone call. Mark, Marcus. Come on! Yeah, I don't agree with him on that. I'm like, no, uh, yeah. that was a terrible. I'm not thing expecting to say. him to have like, you know, terrible. like in the peanuts cartoons where it's like, wah, 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 wah. yeah, yeah <laughs> like wah, we don't have to do movie. that. But yeah, just a- hey, babe, it's me. Our future children have come back. 
Stay or in the even, cabin. <laughs> or even, even if we couldn't have something like that. A even text just message bubble. When, when Oliver learned that Mia and William didn't grow up together, that me, when Mia told Oliver that mom and I were alone for 20 years, like, could he, would it have killed him to say, like, how is your mother? You know, like. How is she doing? Is she yeah, okay? There was is no she questions. alive now? You know, it was like, strange because they made Felicity such a big part of the season, but like it seems like when there was like the most logical and natural moment to ask about, about her, her, they're like, exactly. "No, can't do it. No, can't do that." She's like, okay. better than that. And I'm like, "What the fuck are you on about?" That like, I understand his Vera from Cheers, but honestly. That was no. Vera from Cheers. That was the character. That was that was the joke. It was called and that Reading was the joke. joke. The point is just an acknowledgement. This whole concept one that time Oliver's on Earth one and can't joke. call his wife is just stupid. And I understand that they think like it's dumb b- to do that because Emily's not on the other line. But it's you know it's really not. It would make it's a smart. lot more sense. Television shows do it all the damn time. I mean, like, come on. Buffy and Angel did a phone call with each other and it was fine. Yeah, like, uh, I know. It's just it's just dumb. But yeah, I mean, I wasn't really, uh, you know. And then Williams, I was yelling at William because I was like, "Don't pee on my cornflakes, man!" Because he's like, "Oh, we can't call mom because we don't know how time travel works." I'm like, "Yeah, but you're mouthing off about absolutely everything else. We're telling oh Zoe dies, JJ's evil, but oh no, can't tell Felicity." I was like, "It's goddamn season four all over again." Oh, but here's the thing: I guarantee you. That in the end we'll find out that she knew all along where all right. was, been, and that the kids traveled Oliver, to the present. Olive has like, been sending her letters through the post. Something, something <laughs> happened, and she's known all this time. We just were denied we were just seeing that emails. playing it on the scene, on on screen, there which I think emails. again, Whatever. super lame. It's dumb. I don't I, think Oliver is keeping a lie from Felicity. I've seen a lot of people saying that. Oh, he's lying to her again. It's just like season four. He's not. He's not lying to her. You guys. She knows Relax. exactly where those kids. She knows what's going on. Right. She's just not there. Well, and, okay, this is something shit. that. Uh, they'll eventually even if she doesn't know right now she's gonna find out about so it's not I guarantee she knows listen everyone just kind of has to accept that Emily Betricard is not on the show and there's certain things that the writers are not doing because she's not on the show for whatever reason and they can't be creative and they just don't I don't even think I'm sure it's something that they discussed and they were like no that just like because there's stuff that happened my impression is there's discussions that happen in the writer's room and then it gets presented on screen. And like those two zones, it's like, this seems logical and yet you guys missed it. This happens a lot. It happens a lot with this show. Right. So it's like, I can actually hear them saying, oh, we're not going to just have Oliver talking to the phone. That's dumb. The fans will, no, fans won't like that. Fans will love it. No, no, we love that. Like, I, I just can hear, I can Congrats. literally hear Mark and Beth talking. And I'm like, no. You guys are wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're not going to have Felicity have opinions in the gun episode. No, that then don't have a gun episode. <laughs> Let's not go back to those dark days. Um, yeah, it's, it doesn't make It's just, it's sense. one of those where there's only so many minutes in an episode. And so they're trying to like pick what's like visually works the best because tv still visual so you right. do have wiggle room of it might not have happened in the 40 something minutes of the episode but you just have to with your she's, imagination yeah. that she's it happened shortly afterwards her. there's at some point she's gonna be like hey yeah i totally knew about that it's 
I mean, to me, it's enough. It's not like it's a small detail, but like, I just don't, I just expected this. You know, I just expected that we're not going to get phone calls. I just was like, the minute that he wasn't calling her, the second he got back to earth, I was like, they're not going to do the calling thing. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, whatever. It's dumb, but whatever. It is dumb. Um, There's been Super a dumb. lot of debate amongst, oh, okay. Okay. Well, we just talked about the phone call. Okay. Uh, why do we think the monitor, Jessica's asking, why do we think the monitor brought the future kids back right then and there? Also, do you think the reason why the monitor brought them back will be revealed in the next step, or will we have to wait a little longer? I think anything related to the monitor is going to be a little bit of a wait. Basically. Yeah. We'll we'll find out eventually, and I th- I'm, I promise it's part of crisis. It's got to be. It has to be. The whole reason is going to come back to be something about crisis. Yeah. But so. Jessica did ask, do you think the future kids are going to stay around for a few ups? Yes. I think yes. they're going to stay around. They're going to be in Russia. I think they're going to be in present day up until crisis. Yeah. And I think I maybe JJ and William will go back, but Mia's sticking Mia's around through sticking, crisis. Yeah. So we'll see. I hope they stick around through crisis. I'm just trying to like mitigate. I, I, th- my... I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um. Oh, and Gabby's. Okay. So Annie Gabby's. Um, Gabe's. Gabs, Gabies, Gabies. Um, I've been saying Gabies. We're saying it wrong. Let us. We're know. sorry, Annie. <laughs> um, so there was a great article. I published it on my blog. Um, so it was a great interview with Ben Lewis, and I'm actually going to read what he said because I think it's going to make people very happy. So, and this is coming from I think it not was, very happy with the capital V, but very not, with but the happier. V. Right? It's like, okay. Well, you know, it's Entertainment Weekly interview. Yeah. We still don't know why the monitor brought FTA back this back to the year 2019, and I can't imagine it's because he just likes drama, which he clearly does. What can you tease about his motivation? And here's our little cupcake with sprinkles. Basically not answering that question and answering a different one. Um, Yeah, I think the monitor and the fans have that in common and the writers as well. I don't think I can speak to why the monitor did this. Here it comes. But I can say, I think from a creative standpoint, I think the writers really recognize maybe some of the concerns that some of the fans had about the future storyline. Just being a little bit grim and hopeless. Now that's really been turned on its head and anything is possible. Now... I've seen a lot of people choosing to believe this means this is confirmation that there's going to be a total reset Mm-mm. and Oliver will get to raise his kids. Yeah. And it's just like, mm, that's very with a capital V. We're talking very with a lowercase. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't think it's smart to get jazzed about the 20-year separation disappearing. It's not going to happen. Well, here's another reason why I don't think it's going to be the total, the total fix is because of episode seven coming up called Reset. I have a feeling they're going to toy with the whole reset concept in that episode. Mm. And if they do, there's no chance of it actually happening at the end of the show. Because toying with it before the end of the show is a way to say, oh, this is what it would be like if we did that. But haha, we're not doing that. Well, and I also think it was really, I mean, I think the plan is to maybe make Star City a little happier, a little bit more hopeful, maybe not as bad. Like, as we said, get rid the, of the destroyer. Right, as the kids, angle. yeah, as the kids were disappearing, we had really hit a low point. Zoe's dead. J- Connor's right. about to kill JJ. So JJ those are the two point. <laughs> those are the two plot points that I expect to change. Yeah. Right. 
I don't expect anything else to change. I think whatever they're going to do in the present is going to fix this Destro thing in the future so that right. JJ will not become quite so evil. I think, I think it's, it's yeah. JJ's open window to redemption. Is what yeah, I think they're going to undo the Zoe thing and that's going to be... Right. We're getting yeah. back to like early season Star City bad instead of like bleak, like... Sci-fi dystopia hellscape. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It'll be like normal bad. Like maybe <laughs> like, like season bad. one Star City. <laughs> season one Star City. Maybe like so there's, season four there's still City. plenty of heroing to do, but right. it's not completely terrible. Yeah. I agree. We're not starting in such a deep hole. Stormy Woods, what do you make of William telling Oliver you just disappeared? He didn't say died. Not a question, but it bums me out that they didn't have Felicity called about the kids. I know the reason they gave, but I don't like it. Yeah, we're all nobody likes it. Nobody likes um, it. Telling Oliver he disappeared, didn't die. I was like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, so there's hope. You know? <laughs> like nobody saw the body; they're not dead. You know that type of thing. So yeah, I think. I mean, he was literally standing at his gravesite, and Felicity was like, he totally died. And William's like, but did he? <laughs> William's like, I've been around the block enough to know. <laughs> but did he? Yeah, Even know. Felicity didn't believe that he yeah, died, because she like, went yeah. five minutes later to the monitors, like, take me to him. my mom was dead, too. <laughs> that was bullshit. So, I don't know. Yeah. I love that kid. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think, again, Arrow, obviously the way I took it is Oliver's going to be like, oh, I'm 100% dying and I don't get to be a part of my kid's life and everything's awful. That was the point of the whole, <laughs> let's just tell you how the future goes. So Oliver's feeling really good, really strong about this sacrifice he's making. He's like, God, this is the worst idea I ever so had. So worth it. <laughs> so happy I'm saving Bart Allen. Oh my god, that little motherfucker went on vacation this week. That man does not deserve any rights. He went to Aruba. If everyone's wondering... Aruba, that's that's our... That's our goddamn spot. It was Aruba? Mm. See, I didn't get that far. Listen. Uh. If everyone's wondering... Like, Jen, you don't watch The Flash. Why are you always yelling at the Why? This is why. Because I start... I turn the channel to Arrow about 10 minutes before it starts, so I'm catching the last 10 minutes of The Flash. And I gotta tell you, the last 10 minutes are a lot of bullshit that pisses me off and week after week after week. So that little snide, little pissy at mother, little just ungrateful twat of all twats was on a vacation with his wife at our honeymoon spot while my guy was out there busting his ass trying to save his ungrateful little ass. Listen, our rants about Barry far eclipsed <laughs> any rant we could ever have about Laurel, and that's just the tea. Oh, I love Laurel 15 million more times than I love Barry Allen. Oh, yeah. I yep. I think Laurel is fantastic I pick Laurel to that little every day and twice on Sunday blood. over Barry yeah. Allen. Yep. yep. Not even a question. Facts. Mm-hmm. So in case anybody out there is like, oh, how could you dare? Like, no, it's easy. It's super easy. No, it's very easy. These are, you have to look at the landscape of Elicity's love life and who has fucked them over on yeah. a consistent basis. It Laura ain't her. Had, it ain't her. They barely Laura know she exists on the do. show. Yeah, no, she's exactly. had nothing to do with Oliver and Felicity's relationship at all. She's had no impact. She's had no nothing. If anything, she's helped to get them together in certain circumstances. Now... 
Barry Barry? is (laughs) Barry on the other hand not so much oh that was a thing too so at the end of the episode the monitor or the anti-monitor one of the two I don't really give a shit which one was like oh hey you have to you know prove yourself worthy so you have to betray Oliver Queen and I'm like, well, that's what she does on a regular basis anyways, Basically. so whatever. Oh, so yep. this is all about making Laurel... But she's Laurel... not going to actually betray. It's no, a, it's this is all about making Laurel metal. worthy. Oh, she's yeah. really, she really is a hero. Prove to us that she were worth being saved from Earth 2. There blah, was blah, some blah, article blah, where blah, they were blah, talking blah. about this is going to make cares? Laurel a paragon. Yeah, and I no, was like, Flo, it's not. no, Flo, your fucking role. <laughs> not Don't even start close. throwing Paragon around like it ain't nothing. The only Paragon in the Arrowverse is going to be Oliver Queen. That's right. it. All y'all are regular superheroes. He's the superhero of superheroes. Correct. And you bend the knee. True. <laughs> I don't know what reviewer it was, but. I think Tasha pulled they it out. Were, she, Tasha did a good job calling out the But I was like, whatever crack pipe you have, put it down. Put it down. It's, it's nonsense. Not, just say no. Laurel just say no to drugs, guys. It's a bad Jesus. idea. <sighs> I know. You know, what they just got to stop do? pissing me off. I'm not, I'm not a friendly person. They're I'm the usually worst. sunshine and rainbows. Actual just, worst. Just, just stop pissing me off and saying stupid shit. True. All right, what else? Let's say it's that simple. Uh, Lexi says you should be writing. Uh, I know, and I've hardly written anything today because today has been crazy. So I'm so okay. It'll happen eventually, hopefully. We'll get there. <laughs> Any special bonding moments we're looking forward to with the kids? Well, I, well, I, Oliver and Mia hugging has to happen. Yes. Can I just say I'm really, really loving the slow burn that they're taking with the two of them. Oh God, me too. It's, it's going to make it so worth What's going to happen in the it's next episode? I'm promising yeah. you that Oliver jumps in front of a bullet meant for Mia. He gets shot. Mia will be like, oh, no, my daddy. And they will bond. Yep. That is what's going to happen. That's always bonding over bullets. That's how Felicity That's got the team. There's a bullet. Happen. Beth said her favorite father-daughter moment is coming up in this episode. And I'm like, That's it right there. He's going to get shot. Okay, she's going to feel bad. Bad ass. Uh... <laughs> Like hood <laughs> taking down the green hoods and the oh, cage yes. fighting, like yes. gorgeous, like salivating for it, and like oh, Cat McNamara is so teeny tiny next to Stephen Amell. It's precious, <laughs> tall and small. You know um, he appreciates as far as having such a tiny oh, coaster. Know, next to we him. haven't really talked enough about Diggle. Let's go back to Diggle because yeah. it was really good stuff. Um, with. Connor. Diggle had some feelings and some emotions. Well, it was so funny. Connor's like, Dad! And Diggle's just like, I don't know her. <laughs> like I don't know her. Mariah Carey. Who are you? <laughs> and someone else, you know, that other video was like, I do not know this man. I could pass him on the street and say, I do not know this man. It was all so <laughs> yes. funny. There was a lot of really funny stuff on Twitter last night about Diggle's reaction to Connor. And I think people were a little cranky with John. He was so hard on Connor. He was being a little hard to my cupcake. But I think the way I just tried to kind of put myself in John's shoes, I think the, the difference between John's reaction and Oliver's reaction is Oliver has met Mia as a baby and obviously is gaga in love with his daughter. I think the problem with Connor is the whole concept of adopting Connor hasn't even like entered their brains, you know? So basically he's being asked to have this huge emotional connection to a kid he doesn't even know. 
Like he's well, he met once. him, but he's yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's like, like okay, no. well, I haven't adopted you, guys, so <laughs> you're a perfect stranger. And I understood. And what Connor is telling him is that the son that he is raising and does have an, a, a huge connection just to, killed your friend's just daughter. killed your friend's <laughs> daughter, which is pretty yeah. fucked up. So you know, and Diggle's like, well, this is pretty fucked up. So I I, I choose to ignore and disregard all of this information. Right, it's like deleted. <laughs> um, yeah, so he just was kind of like, uh, you stay over there, child, I don't know. But then by the end of it, oh, and then he, like, Connor got yelled at because he lied to him. Which doesn't bode well for the Lila Michaels reveal. <laughs> I feel like that was foreshadowing. Like, for the, oh, you've done this lie to me. It's like, well, uh, he's not the only one. <laughs> guess what? I got some Wonder news. Wonder where he learned that from. Just remember the good parts, John. The happy <laughs> memories. Okay. It's like, listen, dude, that was your own damn fault not following up with that. Because that is the most foreboding sentence. Dire foreboding, yes. But eventually they're like, well, it was really sad because Connor was like, I feel it's all my fault that JJ's a evil uh, murderer because I think he resents me because I stole the love he was supposed to have. Right. And I was just like, it was such a heartbreaking thing. Cause like, and listen, kids are spectacular at making things all their fault when it's not their fault. And yeah. that's just not how it works with parents. It's not like, oh, I don't have enough love. There's only this much love and we have to splice it out into fractions. <sighs> like, no, no, everybody gets the full heart. You know, it's just, you may love your children differently because they're different people, but you love them all the same. And you might treat some of them a little differently. Right. And then based one on will get their all, behaviors. All resentful and upset right. and be like, you love them more. And it's like, no. But, but like I said, Diggle being yeah. hard on JJ makes sense to me. So maybe now, you know, that Connor's around, I think that's a big thing that can change. That maybe that, and that's going to be the thread in JJ's redemption is that, you know, maybe John changes his approach. We'll have to kind of wait and see. But they had a great... Let's and hope. scene where Diggle was like, <laughs> you're hope. my son. You're my family, too. And then I, they did yes. the stick working out thingy with the stick. Oh, God, that was. And it was shirtless. And it was so much hot Diggle madness on my screen. I was like, holy God. I approve. And Ben Lewis was like, I'm so happy that that's not what I do with my dad. <laughs> it's, it's what it's like. It's like, what is the opposite of the Phoebe Buffet? My eyes, my eyes, Jeff. Yeah, like, it was like, whatever more that eyes, was. More it was eyes. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. like, oh, I could have just watched that scene. And they yeah. look alike and it's just crazy. And I'm, ugh. it was hot. So it was hot. Very it was good. a lot Very of good. diggle goodness. God bless those genetics. So they, yeah, Diggle got a good Diggle got a good storyline this week. It was, yeah. it was a lot of drama. It was great. So interactions with the kids, I really would. I would actually like to see a little bit more William and Connor. I absolutely want Diggle and uh, Oliver to figure out that Connor yes. and Mia have a thing for each other. Oh, that shit God, needs to happen. Please let I need that it. happen. Like, like it could it. just be enough of like Connor checking out her ass and <sighs> Oliver noticing. Or worrying when she gets hurt. Or right. Something. Or like yeah, just being like something. overly attentive and Oliver just like Stephen doing one of those great, what the fuck, you know. Looks. I would love to see Diggle go, oh, I've seen this before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Particularly <laughs> checking out of the ass. There is a reason why I chose that particular zone on the female that's, body. Because there is a certain special. person who has had his eyes glued to another certain someone else's zone for the better part of eight years. Yeah. 
or it's just like the longing looks and William makes a snarky remark about it which then Oliver and William turn to each other or Oliver and Diggle turn to each other wait wait. yeah I just it's the libel moment (laughs) it's just too good it was I just need it yeah I I need that I need the Oliver and Mia hug I need um shoot what else do I need you need Oliver and Diggle figuring out uh, there's something that happened. By the way, we still don't really know what happened. We don't. Was any are of it real? Well, what the, was the it? Are we leaving that for the spinoff? Or what are we they doing? They must here, be leaving that for the spinoff. Oh, God, I'm like, was the it we went uh, and got ice cream <laughs> together? Guys. Was the it that we had a baby? Is the it we just had sex? Like, what's the it? <laughs> I need the it. <sighs> Jen is free to fill in the blanks however she I will just start filling it in, Mark, if you're not going to tell me. They'll have the triplets then, okay? Okay. 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 Go. Yes, let's do that. And then we just have to circle back and get them back. Good idea. They're in foster like care or something. We can just I'll do a whole fic just on that. All right. I think that was all the questions. Did we miss anything? She whiz. Look at you guys. I know go. we're fast. We're trying to do a little bit faster because we've been having some technical issues when we have Maddie. Just well, and I also have to leave here in a and, few minutes yeah. to yeah, so be a parent. Go. So I kind of flew through some How stuff. annoying being a parent. You, you know, Come on. <laughs> you can always let your kids walk home. <laughs> yeah. Children like are a miracle. Uh, Walking past the casinos. Hey, guys. <laughs> just <yeah>. going home. <laughs> are they saddling? Oh, Angel, well. one more question. Are they saddling LL with Mia now taking up her mother's job? Well, listen, guys, they're Obviously. setting off. Setting up the spinoff. So there's going to be yeah. a lot of Laurel. You're going to see a lot Mia. more of this. Just get used to it. Now. But it's just, mm-hmm. you know, I really got the vibe. Like, this is going to be inorganic. Let's just throw some birds in there because Katie Cassidy has some well, insane whatever my, that guarantees her 150 shows in this God blessed network. So here's my advice to fandom. I know y'all don't like the birds and their involvement and all this. Yada, yada, yada. But Let's treat it the way we treated the stuff we didn't like in season one and two. Yeah, just and don't just talk about it. Ignore its just existence. Just buzz what you like. If you want the spinoff to be about future Team Arrow, then buzz about future Team Arrow. Don't even mention the birds. That's why they're out there so hard right now on social media, mm-hmm. you guys. Uh, they want to win Cassidy who gets the most mentions. Yeah, they're trying to yeah. drum up buzz so they get they're to stick squawking around. and trying to get attention. Yeah. Right. So just and so don't 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 post up them and go. Oh my God, look at these thirsty birds! You know, like I saw about fifteen different tweets about that, and I'm like, guys, just ignore it. It well, you know, exist. it's the same thing when a Laurelver would post something about Laurel yeah. and Oliver. Back in the beginning when I had a blog, everyone was like, oh, take this on, take them on. And you know what? I did it a couple times, but I was just like, listen, we're Red Sox and the Yankees. We're never getting along. No. So I just, it is what it is. You know, that yeah, half of the fandom, there's another it. half of this Arrow fandom that watches a show that is totally different from the show I watch. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of just try to steer clear unless they're jumping up in totally my friends' different. mentions or they they say something so astronomically um, insulting and obscene like they did this week with how Felicity isn't a real mother or whatever. <laughs> like God, just marginalizing all adopted children, <laughs> foster children. And the all because children. you have this. a ship preference. Yeah. yeah, because of a ship. It's, it was it was a Kara and Oliver shipper that that started it. Oh, the Nazi couple! Yes. Well, there you go. That's and, all you need to know about that psychology. And her whole thing is like, 
it's well what it is what it is where it started i believe this is where I, you know and i could be wrong i believe this person is an oliver stan but they don't like felicity for whatever reason probably because they don't like her fans i don't know but for whatever reason they don't like felicity so they're like i don't like Laurel with Oliver, so who do I ship Oliver with? Oh, here's somebody who's on a completely different show. Yeah. So she doesn't interfere with my gawking over Oliver. Mm. And so therefore, they're the perfect couple, and I hate they're Felicity. Nazis. Yeah, I know. Yeah, not it's good. Gross. It's not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> it really isn't. It's gross. It's Listen, really if gross. we had, like, Nazi Elicity at some point, that was really going to be a sour point for me. Like, I wasn't going to be a fan, let's be honest. Uh-uh. Not going <laughs> to be down. <laughs> So, though, I don't think – I'm not looking at Laurel as taking Felicity's job. No. That's no. not what it is. It's – she's going to be, like, the – she's going to be, like, the Dumbledore. She's the, the – but I like, – if this is going to take place in the future, listen, she's going to be one of the adults. Y'all all remember the adults in Arrow, the first Right. Seasons, think right? about Moira and Merlin and Robert and Walter. Queen. Walter, yeah. Walter. Yeah. They're, they're, the, they're the ones that offer the advice and who are able to make a heroic we'll sacrifice ser- a couple yeah. seasons in right. and, and get killed seek- off. Who have, like, life experience and you know, whatever. And then there we have a plethora. And notice they they didn't name it Green Arrow and Laurel Lance. They named no. it Green Arrow and the Canary. So we can have a never-ending. Yes, a never-ending stream of, rotating, of, of canaries. But there's only one Green Arrow. Correct. So, no, yeah, Mia can pass the hood on to someone else, and I guess that, but there's, that's not what's happening, so no. I wouldn't. Oh, you know, some, everybody was talking about it. Literally everybody. I've seen 150,000 gifts of this, because literally everyone noticed it, is the mannerisms that Kat McNamara and Ben Lewis did that mirrored uh, Stephen Amell and uh, Emily Bepper-Cards when they're oh, sitting God. down and um, he's making the Monte Cristos, like, Cat uh, has her arms crossed, and Ben's like hand motions are so much like how Emily Bet Ricards <laughs> does it, with it's perfection. Well, I somebody pointed out a beautiful thing that when Oliver put the Monte Cristo down, and and William was all like, "Oh my gosh, this is the best late night snack ever." It was, I think, a word for word quote of what felicity said when oliver brought the monte cristos while they were studying yeah it was totally like the mannerisms and everything were totally based off that initial scene and then when oliver asked mia if she's okay he took a step towards her and she took a step back like when felicity did when she's like love i i love you so much but you cause me pain that's what the step back is all about and it killed us then and killed us now. it killed us now it's like oh god (laughs) <laughs> and then Cat McNamara, because she's itty bitty, just like sits on top of everything, and it's the cutest. Like there's this really cute picture of her sitting on the table, and Steve's on a chair, and they're both tweeting or they're on their phones. It was really cute. It's like, why are they cute? Stop being so cute. They just are. They just are. I just love they them just so much. Are. All right, I think that was it. So yeah, another really solid. And, so you know, we're going to Russia next week. We're going to Russia. <gasps> so I think we kind of talked about this. So what would you guys want to change in the future? If How would you fix it? Lindsay wants to know that. Zoe living. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. 100% Zoe living. <laughs> um, beyond that, um, 
I mean, obviously, if there was a way to have the family reunited and Oliver raised his children, sure. But I talked last night a little bit on my, my Twitter account that it's it's there's no way with the spinoff. And it's, it's not exactly. even... Exactly. They hired Kat McNamara for the spinoff. Mm-hmm. And they also happen to be highlighting her on the show. But she's there for the spinoff. Right. And somebody's all like, oh, well, you can still have the happy family and do the spinoff. No, you can't. Eh, no, because really it's a hero story. You need an origin. And Mia's origin is that she grew up without her dad. I wish they could, but they can't. It's always about the father with Arrow. That was the other scene I really, really freaking flipped out about. I can't believe I forgot about it. Oliver takes Mia to Robert Queen's grave. Mm. And I'm like, do these people, do these writers just like know <laughs> what my brand of heroin is? Because, oh, my God. They do. They know. So They're it was just this beautiful <laughs> full circle moment where Mia is struggling with the guilt of surviving and that Zoe died. And which is essentially how Oliver's mission came about is of over severe survivor's guilt. Yeah. But what I loved about it was, you know, Robert Queen has never been forgotten, even though we have. He, I mean, he has permeated this entire series. He's essentially the deep psychological uh, underpinnings of Oliver Queen. Even though we saw him, like, what? Maybe total of, I give him 10 minutes of screen time total in eight years. So what I love about that, what they're, and what they're trying to say with Arrow is, even if you lose somebody, they're not really gone. Right. That the point of... What they're what they're trying to get Oliver to understand is he was so focused on survival, which which yes, physically he was alive, but he was not he was dead emotionally, and so now now they've moved him past this. I just I'm just trying to survive. To I'm really living, and he, that's why he doesn't really fear the death that's coming because he's understanding that the legacy he leaves behind is to his children and to his wife and to his friends and the people who will remember him. He's built something that matters that since he's moved past this whole survival thing and embraced love and um, friendship and family again. So to me, it was a really big, the reason why I love Arrow is, you know, it's, it's, it's not exactly Emmy award winning television, but what I do love about them is they try to boil down some really big life points into ways people can understand and that, you know, suffering sucks, but it can lead to good things. You can become a better person from it. You can take that pain and use it as a force of good in your life. And that is essentially what Oliver Queen has learned how to do over. What is it? Are we at 16, 13 years? Because I got to throw in the island. So, yeah, I just, it was such a beautiful. And then Mia called him grandpa and I died. Mm. She's like, why are we at grandpa's <laughs> grave? I'm like, because they want to kill me is why. Yeah, we're just, they just want our just death. 100%. That's the thing. The Arrow writers don't want us to actually live past the finale. Well, yeah, I really, that's what I was tweeting <laughs> yesterday. Because I was like, okay, so this was the plan, huh? So if they couldn't get Emily back, they were just going to, they were just going to kill us with 804. And then it didn't matter that Emily was wasn't bad because nobody would watch 810 because we'd be all dead. So <laughs> it's like the third week in a row. It's like ghost gen coming at you. Um, so yeah, I agree with Cal and you know, Cal and I have kind of talked, I, there's a, there's a shift and a split, I think in the fandom where, you know, some of the fans are really excited about the spinoff. Some fans feel like the spinoff stole all happy ending. 
I think for me and Cal, we're like, you know, we'll take some pain in order to get in Elicity's life. In order I'm to get not the, afraid of, the, of the pain. Yeah, well, we like pain. Yeah. Because we're not. Also recognizes for is. Even without the spinoff, the likelihood of a truly "quote unquote" like happily happy ever ending. after. Yeah, that happen. was never gonna happen. It was, it was not gonna be like none. picture perfect. Oliver raising his babies and then no. dying an old man. Like they were, we we're gonna get got guys somehow. So, Somebody was gonna die. Yeah, and it wasn't gonna. Because then pretty. the likelihood of Oliver staying dead would have been a lot higher. Right. So yeah. from my standpoint, I think you know there's there's a real chance for even more of a happy ending for Elicity than we already got. Right. Um, and then on top of it, it, we've got enough pain that we've got enough to go on for a new show. Right. So I guess that's from my standpoint. What would I change? I mean, sure, if I could have a race of 20 years, Oliver raises his kids, and then we still get the spinoff, that's what I would want. But, you know, that erases all drama. Right. <laughs> because if, like, Wish. if William had a normal adjusted life, he would just be, like, a normal, like, tech CEO but not like a hero by any means and Mia would have just gotten a job you know. kid. Yeah. well you know they're like well look at the flash they don't have to be all doom and gloom listen I don't like Barry Allen but Barry Allen's <laughs> hero's journey started because his mother was murdered by some blur and his dad was in prison yeah it's not like not Barry exactly had this happy. like sunshine and rainbow start to his hero's journeys and that's kind of how it works guys I mean Superman who's look probably at, look the hat man yeah look at okay let's just take Superman because every you know Batman is just a dark black hole of depression which is why I love him um but Superman is probably the most sunshine and rainbows that you're gonna get with a superhero and how did his start his entire planet Everyone exploded. he knew. Everyone he's ever loved or known or have any connection to are, ex- like, gone. Eviscerated. He's the lone survivor of his planet. Correct. That's the happy-go-lucky Superman. <laughs> so, yeah, you so have to have these points of great sorrow and great this, pain. This whole, they just want to carry on their, their parents' legacy isn't enough. That's not enough. Yeah, it's no. not enough. They need a raw something that they are that they are trying to heal through being vigilantes. That's listen. How it works. They brought they brought Mia and William and Connor to the present so that they would have a chance to spend time with their parents, right? Because they're not going they're to not get going to. to get it in the present in the when they're kids. And here's the other thing: you there's it's not just Oliver Queen, Diggle, Felicity, um, Dinah, Laurel. Uh, they all have had really devastating, um, horrible things happen to them, which ignites this passion and this fire to do good and become this masked hero. Mm-hmm. The essential point of a masked hero is what drives all of them is that they are trying to ensure that what happened to them never happens to anyone else. Yes, yeah. agreed. Um, ladies, I gotta, gotta go. Okay, I got a jet, but you guys, nope, can we're keep good. That was for... it. Oh. That's all I got. Oh, oh. alrighty. Okay, we will <laughs> talk next week. That covers all it. All right. I will throw in a the briefest of plugs, but um, if any of y'all are into Disney as well, I'm actually starting a podcast that'll be premiering next week. Once Woo-hoo. upon a stream, going over all of the oh magical God. world of content that's coming on You're Disney adorable. Plus. Oh my God. You're adorable. Sleeping Beauty so is going to have a Disney podcast. If you guys know, if you ever seen Maddie, she looks like Sleeping Beauty. So, yeah, <laughs> with the hair, so it's sweet. the hair, Maddie. <laughs> no, definitely tune in to Maddie's podcast. Watch Maddie's podcast because she's she's like an expert in all things Disney. It'll blow your mind. 
So <laughs> me and Megan Mann are going to have some fun on Oh, it, it's so. Megan! Awesome. Oh, I love her. Oh, that'll be fun. I'm totally listening. All right. Well, She's the cutest. Y'all take care. Okay. We'll bye. See, talk next week. Bye, bye guys. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye. Bye.